Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, June 21st. Hi, Cherie. Hey, what's up, Sam? Awesome, awesome. You look like exceptionally glowing today. Did oh. you like get some last night? Actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> there you go. I picked that, up that, on that it right away. It's been a busy week. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. someone's getting lucky here, uh, and it's not me. I hope they're not so there you go. listening to this, <laughs> or I hope they are listening to this. Exactly. Well, we're not asking you for details. You no, know? I'm not giving them to you. Yeah, okay. Not yet, anyway. So, wait, going back to... Yeah. So, we're I going back know. to yesterday's conversation. Yes. Okay, so we had like a, a heated conversation yes. here about Cherie uh, telling me that I was doing, I was approaching this woman the wrong way, I know, right? I keep an open mind, try okay. different things. Right. Okay, but uh, the thing is this, you also said that it was probably rude that I called her to ask her out two, hour, two hours well, before, right? Well, you text right? her to say, oh, hey, what's going on? Uh, or, the, no, I, I texted to... Yeah, like, how you doing? Would you like to go? Would you like to grab some lunch in a couple hours? So, or this afternoon or something. So, you said it was rude. Well, right? yes. Okay. So, uh, but I also took your advice and, and I didn't just give up on this because, well, I hadn't heard from her all weekend. So, that's why we brought it up and, you know, right, and we were right. talking about it. So, you thought maybe she was uh, upset or, or whatever, I you know. Two things. I thought it could, she could have taken it wrong because right. I know you didn't mean it from a bad place. And maybe right. she thought, you know, well, he didn't make prior arrangements he didn't mm-hmm. he, he just thought last minute and she had a, so she had to make other plans and she yeah. got offended by it or yeah she really did have other plans and other things no and happen. she did have other plans okay. but i just didn't think it was rude and that's what we were talking about yesterday okay. so but i decided to take your advice and i wrote to her and i just called. said should've what's called. that should've no called. i know but i should have okay, called I'm just giving okay. you a hard time but uh no that's right you did say to call because but when you're getting to know somebody honestly texting if you don't know their humor and stuff like that right. texting someone could be it can just get so misconstrued so i think no that that's true communication so important especially when you're trying to get to know someone right so yeah but i mean i i didn't think i, I should call if i'm not Sure. Oh, let me tell you what okay, happened. Okay. And then I'm looking in Bumble, and she's disappeared. Oh, really? I said, so she blocked the hell out of me. <gasps> yeah. So then I said, okay, so I'm going to write her. That's why I didn't call, actually. Okay. So that's oh, gotcha. why. Okay. Right. But, uh, yeah, because these things never disappear. I mean, I have women on Bumble here from two months ago that I communicated with. So she was mad. She, uh, okay, well, okay. we thought okay. so, right? Oh. So Okay, so I texted her this. I said, uh, well, you know, sort of small talk about the heat. And then I said, I wanted to apologize if it was rude to invite you to lunch at short notice. I simply wanted to meet spontaneously. So look what she writes. Oh, my God, Sam, not at all. I appreciated the invitation. Okay. okay. What Shari? else? That's it. And I'm going to be out ne- this week, but let's meet next week. Okay. Well, good. Okay. Okay. So what I'm saying, Cherie, is that, like I said yesterday, Wait. that was your opinion. No, no, no. But I also said okay. she may not be mad, but you need to follow up. You said you were going to yes. write her off. That's you don't true. want someone like this. I'm like, well, well you have all these expectations. You right. need to stop because that might not be the issue. Call right. or communicate. That's what I said because you don't right. know it can lead to something else, which it did. Well, yeah, but no, but the thing is this is that I wouldn't have um uh I mean I, I wouldn't have written what I wrote uh and I don't think it's actually a good thing cuz if she wasn't offended it would sound like something insecure to say. You know, but I nevertheless no, I wanted to find I out if she so. was. I think when you're being honest and you're speaking mm. from your heart and you're being a man, women appreciate that. I really And do. that's what I mean, you and know. And, and you know, even if uh, not saying she was, she could totally uh, have right. been mad, but what if she was if she was, but you right. saying that could have totally flipped the that's switch. That's true. That's Absolutely. true. Absolutely. She's yeah. like, "Wow, okay." Cuz why yeah, would she have blocked cares. you and then all of a sudden be like, right. "Oh, that not at all." Right. Women are weird like that. We're kind of weird like that. Yeah, I don't know why she blocked me. Because <laughs> she might she have been a little upset the, uh, for it. Was that before I you texted her? 
Yeah. Okay, there you go. But why did you say that like that? I because mean, because you apologized, you manned up, and you said, "Look, I'm sorry if, right. if I you And then she appreciated that, so she's okay. like, oh, "Okay, there mm. you go," and it opened up a whole new line of communication. Right now, you're going to see her. But but the point is, and I was also trying to make is uh, in my experience, okay, women that are older, like in their late 40s, 50s, uh, we don't have that much bullshit anymore, you know. So mm-hmm. it's just like, I mean. Uh, I found that older women have no problem like showing their interest in you and making comments and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. younger women don't do that. True. I mean, I, I may. I think maybe as you get older, you get more confident, and, you, and, and I think rightfully so. You just know more what you want, what you don't want. Right. However, I think you can't really speak for every woman and every man. Remember no, I'm not. That. But I think you were speaking for every woman. No, you no. Because remember, I said, I said, no, right. I can't speak for her. Okay. I can only say that would probably okay. bother me. Right. So like, that's why we I want said to qualify. Me. That and yeah. that's what I was saying as well. Uh, it was just my opinion, but uh, yeah, but you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, the the bottom line is the 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 end is good. Yeah, and that's all. It that was matters, positive. Right? All, I think it's just that communication, yeah. just to, to open it up. Yeah, you always have to. Because if you would have let that fear, you know, and that mm-hmm. those thoughts you were having keep going right. on and on, you could miss out on this opportunity. No, that's true. So and I'm so and every happy time you did that, I'm proud of you, Sam. Yeah. Well, every time <laughs> I expected a woman to take the initiative, it never happened. So uh, I'm just gonna have to. But do you know, all but the, you left it kind of open. You, remember how up. you said, uh, "What do you you?" said something like uh well we'll try again next time or something like that what did I you say? T- yeah we'll try again so she was probably waiting for you to right to do something probably yeah you know? but that's the point is by then i sort of expected her to as well because you see and that's the thing about bumble it lets the women be assertive mm-hmm. and make the first move and stuff so right. i expect sort of like more initiative from them i don't know yeah. you know but uh but at the same time women want to be courted and they want to be uh you know, pursued and stuff, and I totally get it. You know, yeah, so I just think everyone's kind yeah. of different. You got to get to know her. Yeah, just get to know someone, and then you can go from there. I mean, right? Just open up. You know, yeah. Meet her, talk to her. No, I'm saying, but I just I got the vibe from her that it was okay to ask her in a couple hours. I never uh, to meet in a couple hours for lunch because it was a spontaneous thing, and and we did keep the keep the weekend open, mm-hmm. and it was already Saturday morning. So I mean, how much longer are we gonna postpone this? Right. Right. But. Yeah, at yeah. any rate. Uh, so, yeah, that didn't happen. And apparently she wasn't mad but uh, that we didn't connect this weekend. But I realized, you know, it, w- it was Father's Day on Sunday. It wasn't really a mm-hmm. good day to get together. But it is interesting how you said she blocked you. Yeah, Remember, right? You know, so I'm just saying that's kind of interesting. But then you texted her that nice message and apologized, and then she was open. Yeah. So there's something to be but, said about but that. Let me see if she's back on the app, though, although oh, yeah, I doubt it, right? to see. I mean, that would be crazy. So let me see if she's still here. It can't be. No, she's not here. No, she's not here. All the past women are here except her. All the past women yeah. are here except her. The ones I talked to at any rate. That's amazing. Nothing ever came out of it. I'm so but, I can never do that. I, I commend yeah. you, but I can never do the apps. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why. I know. It, to me, it's like a game, you know. That's why, like, Tinder was a game for me. It's just like a, vi- oh, a video game on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> a video game on the phone, you know. I never met anybody serious out of that one. But uh, but there's just so much garbage there that I, I thought I'd just leave Bumble and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it works out pretty well, so we'll see. But uh, at any rate, any any other things we need to uh, to add? I guess it's just not as hot today, folks. Uh, if you do care, because yesterday we reached. It, personally, in my car, it was 120 degrees, or not inside the car, but in my uh, thermometer. Yeah, uh, even at night when I, I was driving down to uh, Brentwood about like 8 o'clock, right. and it was like just going over the hill was 100. Really? Yeah. At 8 o'clock 8 p.m.? 8 o'clock, yeah. Wow, with no sun outside. Yeah, yeah folks, that's what we had to weather yesterday, weather yesterday, but thank goodness today is much cooler, you know? Mm-hmm. But I dressed uh, beach clothes just the same. Yeah. <laughs> Now we need us some like pina coladas or something. And yeah, a yeah. Theme, theme music and stuff playing around. Yeah. Well, we have a a special guest in the studio, but uh, and related to him, I just wanted to bring up, uh, this is related because he's a voice actor, and uh, well, that's what I know him as, so at least from the information we got. So uh, I wanted to just bring up uh, 
Finding Dory. Have you uh, had any desire to see that at all? I do actually. Want really? To see it. Mm-hmm. Did you see Nemo? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I know. I mean, it's crazy. Those. Those. They uh, always make me cry, though. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because they're so. They're very sweet. emotional. They, yeah, they are. Yeah, and in this one, supposedly she uh, she acknowledges her memory loss as a disability, so they're addressing that, you know, in the movie. Yeah. So it's probably even sadder than the I first know. one. <laughs> I mean, in the first one, you see his mother getting killed at the beginning. What? I what kind no. of a movie is that, right? All, all those movies get to me. Can't <laughs> oh, handle <wow>. it. <laughs> but let's get uh, more perspective from our guest now. Uh, let me just close this uh, CNN stuff that doesn't really interest me at all. <laughs> uh, we have Jonathan Holmes in the studio. Welcome to the show, Jonathan. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Hello. And you first and foremost a voice actor? No, actually, I'm you're first, not. No, I'm first and foremost. Um, sort of theater and film and TV and voice is something I do alongside. Oh, I whatever. see. Okay. Oh my god, I love his voice. Because I can just listen to him <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, what? Well, I'm that's just as well, this. isn't it? Because that's what I'm here to do. Yeah, yeah I love so. it. But but let, let me tell you why I thought that was the yes. main thing you do. Because when I googled you and oh, put in uh, your name, actor, <laughs> there's a lot of like like you're on a website behind the I know, voice actors, yeah, there's, right? There's, things like the, that. The whole voice world has a whole sort of. Uh, um, nerd following that are very active online. So when okay. you do these things, you do end up in all sorts of uh, okay. uh, odd corners of the. But yeah, but I do do quite. In fact, I've just started a new series, uh, which unfortunately I'm not allowed to say what it is. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I do. I try and do as much voice as I can because it's actually it's loads of fun. Great. And you don't have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and go to some you know location set somewhere. Well. You just show up. You don't have any lines to learn. <laughs> yeah, well. So so we'll we'll get to that more and stuff. Yeah. But I do want to. <laughs> focus on your acting in general okay but let's find out a little bit uh, about you where are you originally from uh, i grew up uh as you can probably tell from my accent in the uk in shropshire which is a little county well quite a big county actually but a, a sparsely populated county just on the welsh border in england but just uh, mm-hmm. on the border of england and wales it, so it is a, b- a pretty big city would you say no, the, no? The, 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 uh i grew up in a little in a town uh of about probably fifty thousand. really oh well, it's outside pretty small of a town. Yeah, it's it's very rural. Very, all my family were in agriculture and farming, oh, and so, so cool. it was, uh, can you imagine being on a farm in England? You I know, know? I mean, isn't that like, like the most? <laughs> that's super <laughs> that's cool, the coolest though. thing, right? It's like, yeah, it's beautiful. Actually, uh, it's, I, yeah. I miss it, but uh, very nice. But not much work for actors in the farm community in Shropshire. Yeah, so, I can uh, imagine, so unless I, you're performing for the cows and which shit. you know yeah. wouldn't be yeah, the first right. time. <laughs> uh, so I had to beat a hasty retreat at the big smoke. Do you live there now? No, I actually live in Vancouver, in okay, Canada. Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. You sure yeah, know yeah. how to live, man. Isn't that a beautiful place? It is a beautiful city. And yeah. wh- what really attracted you to Vancouver? Uh, a lady. A lady. Oh, a lady. Oh, so isn't that my, the story? Yeah. <laughs> we relocated. My, my, my better half is Canadian. And, uh, and then we... I was in London. She was in Vancouver, and we did the back and forth thing for a while. And it's like, well, wow. someone's got to move. And uh, and Lon- yeah. London's a, an amazing city, but it's a it's a hard city to live in. Really, uh, it's just hard work because you constantly really? feel like you're battling against the city in some respects. So I thought, oh, oh. go, yeah, I'll have a change. Uh-huh. Not really expecting to be in Vancouver for that long and sort of 15 odd years later I'm still there wow. but loving it it's a beautiful really? place to live you, so you like it you're happy I there. do I mean there's aspects of, of home that I miss of, of the UK that I miss but you know with was so much available online and stuff. You know, you can listen to the radio, you can read the newspapers, you can watch you the still TV. Still get the you culture. Know, you, can get, huh? you can. I mean, it's, yeah. it's different from being there. Yeah. But, you know, when I first moved to Canada uh, or to Vancouver, it was, you know, you'd be waiting every week for the sort of little weekly newspaper that uh. had the sort of digest of the English papers out. And so it was harder then. But yeah. now, actually, it's... it's uh, so you've it's been there for a while. I mean, I you're have talking been there about a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So before, like, there was online dating yeah, and all just that to, stuff. I mean, yeah. when, when my, when my <laughs> uh, partner and I got together, it was right at the beginning of, uh, of sort of email. In the sort of mid nineties, oh, so fun. so so wow. it was, uh, yeah, it, it was a whole different, you know. And we started actually writing letters. Imagine I that. I love that. Okay, wow. so imagine that. Is that. Lost art. that yeah, is right. Such a so because uh, it takes so freaking long to get there. Yeah, but it's so beautiful, though. Still, yeah. what people should do yeah. that. I know. There's something I know. Something about it in pe- someone's handwriting. And it's lovely. Way. It really yeah. is. That's true. I think that's so. Great. So, but congratulations, because that's been quite a few years then since yes. you met her in the nineties. Twenty-two years. Yeah, awesome. wow. Awesome. I mean. So, 
Now, so that's what actually got you out of England, right? Were yeah. you doing acting before that? Yeah, no? yeah. So I was doing, uh, made, well, pretty much exclusively theatre in uh-huh. the UK. Uh, and then, yeah, sort of came over to, to Vancouver. Uh, and just because of the nature of the, the industry there, moved more into film and television and voice stuff when I, when I arrived in Vancouver. Still do some theatre. I just come back from five months in the UK doing stuff. So wow, I, that's so a long I, time to be on the road. Yeah, huh? it, it was kind of three months and then a month off and then another month. So, so it was, um, but it was fun. I hadn't done that length of, of, uh, of gig for a long time. So it was actually quite fun just to sort of, you know, get out there and wow. test yourself against the world. <laughs> so was that like a, a play, a musical? Yeah, it was a play. A play, yeah. and what was it called? Uh, it was a, an adaptation of, a, there's a 19th century French novel called Madame Bovary. Uh, by a guy called Flaubert and we did this insane adaptation of it so it was uh, in the novel there's about 30 odd characters so we did the whole thing with four of us so I, played, I think I played 16 <laughs> characters and oh my God. so it was it was like it was a it was a workout every night so yeah. it was yeah. on a gym membership so uh, sure, right? so yeah so it was fun so we did that for a few months in some lovely theatres back home and wow. got back got back a month or so ago Amazing, isn't it? I mean, it takes genius to write a story with so many characters, right? I mean, if I had to write a story with two characters, I don't know, I could come up with one, but that's about it. So people come up with so many characters, it's like you have to admire their talent, you know? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah, right? Uh, but you could play many characters. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Very Which is cool. very, it takes a lot of talent as well. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, to keep track of everything. And that was the hardest thing to actually right? remember. I had this um, fantastic uh, young lady who was my dresser who was literally throwing me into into whatever the next costume was and pushing me on stage and so it was like okay so if I'm wearing this and I'm here then I must be that so therefore I better say <laughs> oh, this God. so it was uh, and remember all the lines yeah and I know and I tell you right? what when you get as the, as the older you get the, the memory starts playing <laughs> tricks on you and uh, so, so that yeah yeah. but we got there you yeah. know we, 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 we got through it and it was a lot of fun awesome awesome yeah memory is an important thing we talked about memory before the show and also with finding uh, Nemo yeah. and finding Dory uh, memory is is uh yeah it's an important thing i think yeah, you right know it sometimes. it's yeah it's it helps you define yourself i think i think you're like just to digress a little bit but i think you're a sum of your memories wouldn't you say that i mean if you you're didn't remember yeah, yeah. if you didn't remember anything what would your life be right. yeah right exactly so and that's what people have to understand it's like we're all the cum- culmination of all the decisions we make all the experiences and all that you know so uh, and I think it's, cha- yeah. it's changed these days as well because so much of what we previously had to remember now lives online so oh, yeah. you know yeah. so you know you think well, what did I do then well I better look at my Facebook blah, blah, blah. Uh, whereas previously you know so, so it's almost like we're, we're, we're sort of downloading memory virtually which right. I think is a shame in a way because it you, really you, is you know and I wonder how in a few generations time that's right. going to affect people because it's like well I don't have to remember anything I don't have to remember you know school kids don't necessarily have to learn you know remember as much as they used to because they can just google stuff and it's there whereas yeah. before right. you had to sort of retain stuff more and right. we don't have to do that anymore so right. it's interesting yeah. to see how that I know. you know it's interesting because I'm reading a book right now. It's a fiction book, but they're talking about how in the future things might be like, no, actually, this is not a fiction book. I'm talking about something else. But we're talking about The Matrix. Do you remember the movie The Matrix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. And uh, in The Matrix, really, uh, they live like in an alternate world, you know. And uh, what was my point with The Matrix for crying out loud? <laughs> Memories. See, memory. Yeah. There you go. Oh, that, uh, you know, in the Matrix, how they were like, at first, they didn't know, like, he didn't know Kung Fu, and then suddenly they uploaded all this information into his head, and it's like he's always known Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another line where they were uh, on the roof with a helicopter, and Keanu Reeves asked her, Do you know how to fly this thing? This thing, she says, Not yet. And, uh, and then a few moments later, they uploaded the whole thing, and she's a pilot so I think we may actually be in the in the far in the distant future I think that's how we're going to learn things you know they're just going to upload everything to your friggin brain you don't even have to learn so there you go I don't know if that'll go. actually happen I mean I can see how it would happen but I don't think it will yeah I don't that know that would I, just cause like 
corruption and shit. That would no, that's crazy. true. But I mean, I I think the future is. I don't know. I see it as pretty bleak because maybe I watch too many science fiction movies. I don't know, but uh, but they are talking about singularity, mm-hmm. which is the moment when machines are going to surpass humans yeah, and intelligence, and that's going to be uh, a <laughs> yeah. say twenty thirty. Well, Stephen, or Stephen Hawking thinks that's the biggest you know uh, fear of the future is not so much. Uh, it, well, it's, it's the much that the artificial intelligence will become so smart that it'll actually take us over. Yeah. yeah. Scary. It's yeah. very scary. I mean, yeah. you look at these movies and, yeah, know. they're scary. And unfortunately, a lot of things that were predicted in science fiction actually happened, you yeah. know? <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. But at any rate, let, yeah. But back to your career now. So, so you did all these uh, roles and everything. I did. Uh, yes. And this was in the past few months, did you say? Uh, yeah. So I got back, um, yeah, a month or five weeks ago or so. So, yeah. Awesome. In May. And so do you find enough film work in Vancouver or did you in the past when you moved here? Yeah. I mean, you know, you always want to find more. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, I earn a living doing it. And that's, well, there that's, you go. That, that's, you know, yeah. at this stage, that's all you can really hope to do in some yeah, respects but, you've, uh, you've arrived I think, you know, in Vancouver you know. is is uh, yeah, there's a vast amount of uh, of filming going on in Vancouver these days I mean yeah, partly because yeah. the Canadian dollar is lowish at the moment so and and there's 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 an enormous amount of studio space very very good crews good talent base wow. so so uh, I know there's a lot of people in LA who aren't overly happy about the fact that productions are yeah. are, are, are heading north but you know that's that's the economic yeah I mean, reality the always yeah. come and you know so we're fortunate enough to to sort of benefit from that in some way yeah it tends that the actors it's they bring often bring a lot of cast with them so the actors funnily enough uh, tend to be uh, the, the bottom of the rung in terms of of, um, uh, of actually translating into more work. The crews, you cannot find crew in Vancouver at the moment. I mean, they're, wow, they're, they're, they're busy. so busy. Wow. Um, uh, it gets a little frustrating sometimes as an actor when, when they're more inclined to bring somebody up from here <laughs> yeah. than you think, come on. <laughs> Uh, so but then what happens is a lot of Canadian guys go down to LA we've and then all of a sudden they're more attractive to, to LA producers because, <laughs> because well they're in LA now so, yeah exactly uh, they gotta crazy. be honest and we've gotta so. we've gotta retain our uh, leadership in film so. you too yeah there we go <laughs> at least we have something to be proud of yeah. right we have I Hollywood think, here yeah I, I guess no, we you have don't a lot have to live in LA though to you know I think it's it's great that you you live in Vancouver and you can still work and yeah, I think, you can't, you can't I, I think I think it's yourself and live where you. And want. I think because you know, s- you know, so much. You, I mean, there's still a lot of stuff made here, but I mean, previously, you know, the vast majority of stuff was made in you know in California. Now it's not. Yeah. yeah. So it like does mean it does yeah it does mean that that you can actually uh, legitimately make a living and base yourself somewhere else. And yeah. also, you know, people audition. Uh, online now, like, oh, absolutely. you know, so All you put time. yourself on tape and you'll send it out. And um, I mean, this theatre di- gig I did in in, in the UK, uh, it was a Skype audition from Vancouver. So that wouldn't oh, have happened, wow. you know, even even ten years ago, that would have wouldn't. Yeah. Have so it does allow you to. Uh, and talking about you know voice stuff as well. I mean, people now have these amazing little home studios that you can put together for not that much money and you can produce broadcast quality stuff send it down the line build your own client base so yeah you know it it, it, it's it it doesn't mean you don't necessarily have to be in the center of the action if you don't want to be that's true Mm. that's true so um so you came here, you were working, you did theater, films, and all that stuff. Where did the voice acting come into all this? Uh, my, I suppose because um, there is a lot of animation in Vancouver, a lot of animation voiceover. And uh, I, I, it had always been something that, uh, you know, doing voices and all, it had always been something that I enjoyed doing. Uh, and my agent at the time said, well, why don't we try and put you up for some voice stuff? And I just started booking some stuff, really. So it just sort of came from there, really. Yeah. Um, but you did have interest in it. It's not. Yeah, like it yeah. I did. I did a little bit in the UK, not that much, because there isn't, you know, a whole lot of it. Yeah. There's a commercial aspect of it, um, but there isn't a vast amount of animation voiceover. So, yeah. uh, so there just, you know, there isn't the volume of the work to to keep you that busy, yeah. unless you're one of the guys. I mean, there's a, a small group of guys who work all the time. But if you're not one of those. Uh, but but Vancouver, there's just you know the the, the volume of work compared to the volume of, of talent there, yeah, you right. know is is 
easier. There's, there's too much supply. Yeah, exactly. There was yeah. so, so 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 yeah. I just sort of got into it that way. Really. Yeah. Now, uh, are you visiting us now, or do you live in LA now? Uh, no, I'm visiting. I'm visiting for. I have a movie opening tonight. Well, the premiere's tonight. So that's what movie the, is that? The BFG. Uh-oh. The BFG. Uh-oh. Have you heard of that yeah. one? Yeah, I've, of I've seen. The, yeah, I've seen the billboards everywhere. Tell yeah. us what it's about. So the BFG is uh, a book. Uh, a children's novel by Roald Dahl, who mm. wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and James and Giant Peach and, and a celebrated uh, sort of iconic British uh, children's mm. author. And uh, this was actually one of the last children's books that he wrote. And uh, it was adapted for the screen and uh, shot in Vancouver uh by um, and Steven Spielberg directed it. Yeah, wow. So, uh, so we had three months on that, and I play. Uh, they're a collection of, of nine nasty giants who are the kind of collective antagonists of the piece, if you like. Uh, and I play uh, one of those giants. Wow! Uh, so awesome. I'm down for the the big LA hoopla. Uh, red carpet thing tonight so that'll be fun yeah that's exciting yeah. now can you do the voice before the the movie's released tonight or no goodness no do? gosh no <laughs> <laughs> how dare you yeah but wait a minute no what, <laughs> what I'm asking is uh, there may have been uh, trailers already no yeah yeah there, there's, there's gosh it's, it's, it's uh, everywhere I turn at the moment there seems to be wow. uh, but this this was actually uh, it wasn't a voice gig it was um uh, motion capture, performance capture. Oh, oh wow! Cool. How cool so, is so, that? Yeah. So, so it was. So we were all, uh, you know, we we were playing these giants. These giants, uh, yeah. And, uh, and then the animators sort of animate to our our movement. And uh, you've probably right. seen those, you know, guys in suits, suits with dots with and the yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's one of those things, right? No, the, I used the, to be involved in stuff like that. Oh, okay. I was doing computer animation. Oh, right. In 1990. Well, okay? well, you know, that's you a long time ago. Old. I am. I am. I'm ancient. Are wow. you kidding me? But go on. Computers then. Yeah. Uh, so so um, so the motion yeah, so capture. Those, yeah, so, so, but the technology is so extraordinary Isn't now. Isn't it something though? that uh, that it, it captures every nuance of your performance, and you've got little dots Even all over your the face, face and, right? And so they so and that's why there's there's a movement now to to shift it from being called motion capture to performance capture because it does actually capture it does um, every from what you're saying. What you so so the exciting thing is you know when I you know go and see the thing for the first time tonight it's not going to look well I play a 40 foot giant so clearly right. it's not going to look that much like me but yeah. you know it, it is my performance right. so, so that's that's what's kind of fun to and to I see. think yeah and I think you deserve the credit for it just like any actor because you're well, doing yeah. the entire yeah I mean obviously uh, the work the, the, you know the, it's just a, you know, the, the animation is like a little uh, suit over you yeah or and, I mean you know? I don't want to take away from the work that those animators well, of course. do because it's amazing it is amazing but, but, but you know it, it starts from from our performance and then grows from there right. and the and the the uh, the studio that, that that does the animation is the wetter guys that was uh, Peter Jackson's studio in, in New Zealand oh, really? all the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit yes. and, yeah. and all those things so it's and you know and they are absolutely at the cutting edge of, of where this technology is wow. and you know you throw Spielberg into that as well right and it was a really incredible right. experience to it so you were actually directed by Spielberg yeah yeah we spent how a few cool months is that Cherie and what yeah. and what, what awesome. was really amazing is that um, the way these 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 uh, motion capture things are shot is that uh, you have loads and loads of these little high definition cameras sort of on a big grid above you and they are capturing the scene from every conceivable angle but it will only capture. It will only read the people with the dots on. So the, so your dots uh, get scanned into a computer, so that these cameras actually recognise you as the character that you're playing. So that what it meant was that Spielberg could be in the scene with us, directing wow. us and moving us around and kind of encouraging us while it's being shot. But he wouldn't get picked up by the camera because so he's got. Like, yeah. So it was like you know it was do and so you it's almost like a piece of theatre because you can yeah. run an entire you know sort of five six seven minute scene because you're not having to you know shoot it from this angle and that angle and then a pickup and then a, a master shot it's all being done at one time yeah. and Spielberg can be there in, in there with you right. so you know you sort of kind of had to pinch yourself going my god this is kind of cool right uh, so that yeah so that's that's how the thing is kind of put together so yeah. and he was he was 
incredibly collaborative and and uh, enormously approachable and uh, it, yeah it was a yeah, really you have to be I mean you know mm-hmm. the thing is I mean there's some assholes well, out there in Hollywood yeah, you know there's some good people too. but to earn his his reputation and his respect he has to be a decent human being at I least I, I suppose he I mean but he is which was yeah. very which was very nice to uh, you know and, and I think you know the the people who were working, you know, the department heads on this movie, like, you know, all had Oscars and, you know, they're people who were at the very, you know, top of the industry and they couldn't have been lovelier. I think in a sense because they didn't have anything to, well, they do have things to prove because they want to produce the best work they possibly can. But there wasn't that sense of, uh, I have to show how right. great I am because, nice because they're, they're amazing. And so, yeah. and so they were enormously gracious to us. Uh, and it, it was just, um, yeah, it was a it was a it was a lovely experience all around, really. Yeah, wow! And you play child chewer. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'm excited. The, I know, yeah, the, the names chewer, of these the names of these giants are you know they're amazing. Gulper, bone crusher, child chewer, uh, flesh lump eater. Um, you know, so there's nine of us who are, and there's some amazing actors amongst our our group as well, which was, was fun to work with those guys. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did it take to complete everything? Uh, we had a month's uh, rehearsal because, which is you know unheard of in film. Yeah. I mean, because largely we had to create these giants um, from scratch. So we worked with this incredible guy called Terry Notary, who uh, who has done a great deal to sort of, you know, really invent the language of motion capture for actors. And he was there at the very beginning with. Avatar, and he was originally a Cirque du Soleil trained uh, oh, gymnast. Wow. Then he moved into acting, kind of stumbled into this new uh, genre of motion capture, and uh, and then you know he's he's kind of pioneered, uh, uh, you know how actors approach this work. So he worked with us for a month, um, just to sort of try and get us into the physicality of what we needed, and to help us create these characters. And then we spent about six or eight weeks uh shooting the thing Mm. uh and then there was some it's a it's a it's a combination of of of, um live action and motion capture so a lot of it is actually uh you know regular live action oh so so it is a live action with animation yeah yeah so 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 these characters are Uh um are animated motion capture but there's also uh, a lot of other characters who are you know, oh, I didn't realize that. So, I so it's this, it like it's this a... you know, I remember when I first met Spielberg, you know, uh, and, and it hasn't really been done. I say it hasn't been done, but I think this is probably pushing the technology to its limit at this stage. And right. when I was first introduced to him, he was like, you know, this is going to be awesome. You know, this is going to be a learning experience for both of us. <laughs> and I was thinking probably, oh, wow. probably more for me than you. <laughs> that's very nice of you to say so. So it was really, um, uh, you know, a chance for them to, to push this technology to see we see what how far it could go and what they could do with it yeah um, and and there's a big uh, well there's got to be big demand for that in in video games as yeah, well yeah so I've done a bunch of that as well you've done that yeah yeah I mean the, the way they today, yeah I mean the, the way they make video games today, it's like crazy. you wouldn't believe it's like a movie yeah. I know an interactive it's like, movie it's well crazy. uh EA Electronic Arts is based in Vancouver, which is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, video game uh, maker in the world. Right. And so they have, uh, they were one of the pioneers of the motion capture stuff for their sports games. So all the right. the FIFA games and the NBA games are all are all made up there. So yeah. they had a great deal to do with with creating that technology as well. So I've been and worked with those guys. Yeah, uh, that's cool. You know, because they pu- they had purchased a company called Westwood Studios that was based in Las Vegas and I had worked for them before creating like computer animation but this was 1993 wow. you know what I'm saying I mean I yeah. was like on the cutting edge of everything and when they saw what I could do in 3D animation at that point it was pretty sophisticated they uh, paid for me to move to Vegas and work for them you know so it mm-hmm. was it was actually pretty cool so I got involved in that but oh, okay. at the time there was no motion capture you had yeah. to you had to to animate it to fi- yeah to yeah. animate it to figure out how they would be moving and I'm right. sure in 20 years time people would be looking back at our stuff going well man you yeah know, exactly. like, yeah so it's it's I mean, the industry is i mean this this 
part of the industry is moving so quickly. Right. Uh, it, it'll be amazing to see where it's going to be at in another 20 years. Yeah, yeah. For those of you just joining us, we're talking to Jonathan Holmes. He's an actor. He's going to be uh, in Spielberg's The BFG as one of the Giants' child chewer. Is the one. Do you get to chew any children? Uh, not on camera. Not on camera. So <laughs> okay, but in my backstory involves life, a lot yeah. of... Oh, nice. Backstory involves a lot. Because these Giants, uh, they live in, in Giant Land, which is this kind of parallel uh mythical place alongside sort of human land yeah. and uh and so these giants take off every night and raid the world and feed on children at night wow oh, this is getting that's cool yeah kids <laughs> will definitely want to see dark, that man. Yeah. <laughs> <It's dark. laughs> and uh yeah. the, the bfg stands for big friendly giant it i didn't realize indeed. that yes i thought it was big effing something you know <laughs> No, <laughs> like BFD or something, no. but no, obviously not. This is oh, you see the a family for it, movie. Though, you know, you're, it's going to be like you know, mm. touch your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and it, you know, what, what was actually uh, Melissa Matheson uh, adapted the screenplay. Who who uh, who oh, wrote? She's e. been e. around for a while. She wrote ET. Yes. Oh, so so working with with her and Spielberg. You know, because yeah. the last time they'd worked together was wow. was on ET. Wow. Really? They so, did that long again. Uh, but the tragic thing was was that a few months after uh, the uh, we shot, Melissa sadly passed away. Wow. Uh, yeah, she she yeah Aww. had cancer. Wow. Very 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 sad. So to actually, and she was the loveliest, most generous woman uh, you could imagine. Wow. <clears throat> so it was an enormous privilege to to have actually you know been a part of that yeah. uh, and and to see. You know those two guys, you know Spielberg and, and her working together. Given you know the history of that relationship and ET right. in particular, it was it was really lovely. Uh, and again, such a huge loss that 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 she that we lost her. But yeah. Now, how did you have to audition for this part? I mean, well, it was it was interesting actually because uh, you know the signs that we were given, the scenes that we were given to audition with. You know, the, these giants are. Uh, giants of few words, uh, mm. but you know they, they do have a sort of language. And, but you know we were given these sort of um, scenes, uh, you know, these crazy things where they do this and they do that and they run around and they're eating kids and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and I was in Vancouver. I was the first guy to actually go in, and uh, and I actually know the cast, the Canadian casting director, quite well. And uh, and so previously, I'd got I'd got together with a friend of mine who's a theatre director in Vancouver and big phys- uh, physical theatre guy, and I said oh, we've got to create something different for this because you just have to because it's it's not the sort of you know run of the mill film TV audition that you have. So we created this whole kind of physical world about it, and then got into the audition and uh, said to the casting director, I said, "Well," and she said, "She said like," I said. I don't know, to, don't know how to audition for this, really, because <laughs> yeah, it's not—it's not easy. You know, you're in a little yeah. casting room, and yeah. there's these huge characters. So I said, "Well, let's just play around." So you just kind of go for it, and you you try and create this this huge physicality and 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 voice for this this uh, giant. And she was like, "That's great." Let's. And then she started riffing on that. She said, "Well, let's let's try this and imagine he's doing that." And so it just just ended up of you know fifteen or twenty minutes of. Uh, a fairly insane um, physical vocal exploration mm. uh, and then I left it and I thought oh, that was weird probably won't <laughs> hear about that again uh, and and what was odd was was uh, there were no callbacks. There were no, I was expecting, didn't hear anything, you know, in our game, think, oh, well, that one's gone away. Mm. Uh, and then, you know, a month or so later, they said, well, you've been shortlisted. And you go, and they think, okay, and I think, well, they're bound to want to see me again. But, um, and all the other smaller little roles, the little camera roles, that I know people were coming in two, three, four, five times, but these, you know, these are kind of supporting leads in the movie. And then after a while, I went, "Yeah, you got it. It's yours." Wow, so it was uh, it, it was an unusual um, process, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, that's and cool. you were fortunate and also smart to know people. You said you had known that. Uh, well, and Vancouver is a fairly yes, small market in that sense, so you yeah. do get to know people fairly well. But it's important. You got to be out there, right? Oh, absolutely. It's not yeah. come and I, to and you. I, I, I'm notoriously bad at doing that. I think it's this kind of British reserve. It's like, yeah. well, I no, it's fine. <laughs> I don't want to push rubbish. myself on people. I'm <laughs> uh, but, but relationships are huge in this industry. Yeah. And, you know, if people like you and trust you and worked with you before, and, you know, they're, they're far more likely to, yeah. to be inclined to hire you again. That's than if true. They, if they've yeah. never 
heard of you or never seen you. So yeah, and I think it's pretty much in every industry. You well, know? It's human I mean, people, nature. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's human nature. Because it's easier for the employer to go with yeah. someone you, who is recommended. You know, or, and why wouldn't you? Or they know. Yeah. yeah, you know, it, it's That's it's true. if you if you know if if you've got a sure thing and you know someone can do the work and yeah. why wouldn't you hire them so exactly. it's, that's why it's you know hard in our game sometimes when you're up against um, you know people who you know have relationships with casting directors and producers and directors and stuff and if you don't you know that you've got to really do something above and beyond to you know to, to, to get in above those guys who are part of that world so yeah. you know but right. that's but I, I'm sure it's the same in every industry to a greater or lesser extent it's just amplified in our industry because we're that's true. constantly having to you know sort of you know, you, you you lose your job every time a gig's yeah, finished, and you've so got to start all over again. Too, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, 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 anyway. But Not enough yeah. jobs to go around, that's, that's what you sure. sign up for, though. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, imagine millions of people move to this town and uh, with the same dream, and there's only so many jobs out there. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. why the competition is fierce, and people have to understand that. So you're very... Uh, more than fortunate. I mean, you've invested in oh, your talent I'm, I'm and everything. You know. But also, I mean, look, you've invested in your talent. It's not like it just fell into your lap. I mean, you worked for it. Yeah, yeah you make your own luck to a certain extent. Yeah. But I mean, luck is certainly, uh, you know, and the fact that I ended up in Vancouver. And what was interesting that, that this particular job, if this had been cast out of London, I would never have got this role because everybody and his dog would have been wanting this. That's uh, true, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I could, I could, I could name you know two dozen very, very well-known actors in in the UK who would have been biting off their arm to get this. Yeah. But because it was being cast out of Vancouver and you know everywhere as well, it was, it was a global search. But you know there is an incentive for people to hire locally. Right. right. Uh, that all of a sudden your skills are are amplified because you're in a smaller pool and you know yeah. so, so exactly. So, you know, so, yeah. but, but having said that, I still had to get the job. I still had to go and audition. Of I still course. had to do the work. Of course. But, but yeah. you know, circumstantial stuff always plays into it. And, yeah. and it, you know, it was not not wanting to, you know, do myself down, but it was certainly a lot of, you know, sort of circumstantial luck that. Yeah. And then you just try and make the most of it. No, absolutely. Kid, you know? I mean, yeah, you know, everybody should have a little bit of luck in their lives. And yeah. if you don't take advantage of it, then you're a fool, you know. I mean, right. it, they, these opportunities don't come every day, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so, so you auditioned for this. Did they? Did you have to make up like a come up with a voice and stuff? When yeah, you were we, we 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 tried a bunch of different voices. I and, see. Uh, so they helped you with that. Like, well, I remember right like during, during the shoes, I'd come up with this voice, and then I started doing stuff, and then I did the uh, one scene which had a, a, some dialogue in it because the dialogue is fairly sparse for these guys because then the giants have few words, as I mentioned, and uh, and then uh, Spielberg came on to me afterwards when. I couldn't understand a word. Of that. I like I, I was doing this kind of regional British things. Like I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're saying. I can't understand. <laughs> okay, go, okay, that's good to know. Well, maybe I'll try something a bit more straightforward. So yeah, so I don't actually know what ended up because I haven't seen it yet. I don't actually quite know how that plays and what ended up in the movie. So. Are you excited yeah, to see it? Amazing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's always a little bit of apprehension yeah, before absolutely. you see these things because be you're always nervous. like. God, what made it in? What didn't make it in? Right. And, and he gave us all little um, cameos within the film uh, because he almost wanted to do the similar thing that, 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 that The Wizard of Oz did. So, so the characters from Dorothy's town uh, or the, 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 the townsfolk end up as characters in, in Oz. I see. That's and so, so he cool. wanted to create little cameos of us all in, in the real world that then, you know, sort of... Uh, is an echo of, of, of when we of, of these giants as well. So I'm really hoping that those stayed in. <laughs> yeah, right. But you don't know. You just don't know what yeah. ends up in it, and you can't be disappointed or upset when things that you'd hoped, you know, made it in don't make it in because it happens all the time. Right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it'll just be fun to see it. Yeah. So for those of you going to see the BFG, the open, uh, the uh, the openings, the tonight? premieres tonight. The I premiers. think it opens uh, Friday or something. July first or yeah july 1st is what your email said i yeah. think so yeah. uh, but the, the yes, july 1st but so great, but in though. the uk tomorrow right the 22nd mm, no, the 22nd oh july, july 22nd yeah so the, the uk okay. premiere i think is the 17th of july right and so uh so yeah okay so, so, so if people go there tonight they can see you where is it gonna be at uh in westwood in hollywood in hollywood in yeah. hollywood yeah yeah okay yeah. cool well you know if you guys want to see I'm, sh- I'm sure if you go near hollywood you'll see 
the uh, the oh, premiere yeah, right there. Yeah, the yeah. Red carpet. It was funny. I was I was walking down Hollywood Boulevard uh, yesterday, and it was the Independence Day uh, premiere. And uh-huh. It was nuts. Really, it was a gong show. Yeah, and uh, I was like, holy smokes. Yeah, it's going to be me tomorrow. Yeah, yeah probably not. Go. Well, they had Liam Hemsworth, so. <laughs> young women would be quite as excited to see us yeah. as, as they will see them but it was really quite a thing you know coming from you know not having been to one of these big LA premiers before it's quite yeah. fun to see how it's exciting yeah, yeah it is so you know great. and how often do you get to do a Spielberg premiere in your yeah, career exactly. there you go not very often yes no so, that's true do you, do you have your wardrobe all ready to go I do uh-huh. <laughs> yes. of course, that's important got a little Burberry suit nice yes so yeah you know now I, I see on um, on, on, the, on the web I mean you've done a lot of animated movies right yeah I mean quite a lot of them I'm very big in the, in the world of Barbie <laughs> yeah Barbie and the Secret <laughs> I Door I a bunch of those because they have these they come out with a couple of these Barbie movies every year and uh-huh. they're, they're uh, voiced in Vancouver made in Vancouver so I've done I'm very big in the sort of six to nine year old girl demographic that's amazing so can big. we hear some of those voices oh Gosh, I can't what? remember now. Oh, well, uh, any of them. I do... Uh, yeah, I well, mean... There's, you know, there's a couple of guys talk like this. You get, like, you know, the baddies. Because you always do a good, like, baddie like that. And then, you know, you well. get the young princes. And, you know, the, oh, uh-huh. oh, Barbie. And you get these chaps who are all lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely. And then, you know, you can get some of these ones, like, North Country ones like that. You know, you can do that <laughs> sort of voice. <laughs> uh, you know, and then you can get... I think I did a Scottish one once or twice, too. You know, these, these guys can creep in every now and then. That's quite nice. That's awesome. So, you know, it's fun to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That and, sounds uh, like fun. And, and there's a lot of demand, I think, for British accent, too, right? Well, you know what? It it's, it's, like you know, every baddie seems to be British. Right? And it's almost exactly. like because, you know... Uh, it's, it's politically incorrect to make you know various other nationalities and ethnicities uh, uh, the, the bad, bad guys, guys and yeah. rightly so so it's like well the Brits are alright you know they owned a third of the globe 100 years ago they had it coming yeah. so, uh, <laughs> see, so, I, which is great fun to play yeah you know, you know really what I, I don't think well my opinion is the reason they do that is because they want the the bad guys to usually be like a foreigner or something like in the yeah. Bond films yeah, or yeah. something you know so or in, in Star Wars and, and stuff you know it's like it gives more more sophistication to the bad guy I think but and it also makes them sound different from the Americans so you know even in like the World War 2 movies the Germans would speak in British accent yeah. and the Americans mm-hmm. would be in American accent yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. look at it yeah. yeah well the Germans would speak English in German accents which right. I always thought was but not ridiculous. But, but yeah, that that's com- in the ridiculous movies. But, but in the in the in, in the in the big ones, they yeah did. yeah they, yeah yeah yeah. No, you're right. You're yeah, right. and uh, yeah, it'd be you know the the lesser roles they sound like uh, German or something. Yeah, yeah, or with Russians too. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, so things like that. And so I hear what you're saying, and I think that's why uh, there's always going to be a huge demand. Besides, there's such a talent pool in England. I mean, that's where it all started. For crying out loud, you know. And yeah. their, their theater is very strong, I understand. Yeah. I've never been a, a theater buff, but... Yeah, no, uh, big, big theater community in the UK. Right. And, you know, a lot of the a lot of the actors, the British actors, I mean, gosh, there's so many British actors who are, who are making it out here at the moment. A lot of them had their, you know, the sort of their beginnings, their roots are in theater. And the training is, is amazing. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think it does, it does, you know, put you in really good stead for a career in whatever, because, you know, if you've had a, a, a good sort of classical theater training, you can kind of do, I'm not saying you can do anything, but I mean, it, you know, gives you a, a basis that, that you can actually draw on. And It must be, you know, because, I mean, I know that at least a couple of the Bond uh, stars uh, came from theater before that. And uh, yeah, and many people, you know, did come from theater. And yeah, it well, makes that's sense. Well, I mean, that's know, all we have. Not yeah. all we have. But I mean, the theater, you know, when I started acting, the, the thought of doing film and TV, I'm not saying it never occurred to me, but it just wasn't what I thought I'd end up doing because yeah. you you just throw yourself into theater. That's the world right. there. And then if you can land a few film and TV gigs off the back of that, then all well and good. But, yeah. but you know, it, it wouldn't, it, you never, some people do, but by and large, you don't set out for a career in film and television. I think maybe it's changing a bit now, but certainly 30 years ago, you didn't set out for a career in film and television. You set out to be an actor. And being an actor meant, by and large, doing theatre. Yeah. Uh, And, yeah. 
so that, that that's how it sounds right. good well uh so the, for those of you wanting to hear jonathan holmes uh we don't get to hear his voice today but after the movie comes if out you you'll know if you look for <laughs> i hope you will yeah, yeah if you uh just look for the giant child chewer and the bfg uh, that's you, and it's not just your voice, obviously, but the entire acting. And it's we should me. point that out. It is me. It, it is, is you. Him. It might not look and like me, but it, it is. is me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the next step is actually to get a role with Spielberg, where we can actually see. Well, it, he know. keeps calling. Yeah, and just, I'm like, it's like, it's like, like, come on, man, leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, leave just, me alone. It's hot. He's stalking me. He's like, it's hot, man. Give yeah. me a break. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, God, I can imagine <laughs> I would. Like, I would that, oh, yes, I, I, that's amazing. Yeah. But at, at least you get to be in that company, and Absolutely. that's amazing, right? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a huge thrill. Good for you. Well, uh, Jonathan, how can people find you if they want to connect with you, social media, things like that? Yeah, Are I you think there? I've got a Twitter thing now. The uh, Twitter thing. So the <laughs> Twitter <laughs> thing, the tweeting thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm very bad at that whole world, being an old British person. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yes. <laughs> I, I, I will endeavor to be more engaged in that aspect of the world. But uh, awesome! Yes. But if people want to find you, do you have a website? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. It's no awful. website. I okay. Have a Facebook. All right, but, there you, you know, go. There so you just go. just find uh, Jonathan Holmes <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, here's my phone number. No. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, they write me a letter. They can write me a letter. Yeah, a real authentic yeah. letter. There you go, there write you go. a letter. And where, where the hell are they going to send it. it to, though? I don't know. They'll, they'll, they'll be there. Steven Spielberg. Your yeah, task, should you choose, choose to, ex- is to find out where... Actually, don't say that, because then people start... Anyway. No, <laughs> anyway, no. I'm sure they can find me some way if they're yeah. so inclined. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, so don't forget to uh, catch him in the movie. We said it starts July 1st. So uh, that's that if you like animated. I mean, it's not it's just animated. Great, you it's going to be really good. Yeah, live action too. I, I'm An amazing cast. Like Mark Rylance is the BFG who won the Best Supporting Oscar for Bridge of Spies uh, a few months oh, ago. Yeah. Like An iconic British theatre actor. Bill Hader is uh, one of the giants. Jermaine Clement is one of the giants. Uh, an amazing Icelandic actor called uh, Dari Olufsen. Adam Godley, who's a brilliant British actor who's based in LA. Uh, really, really great, great yeah, Penny Wil- Penelope Wilton, who was in Downton Abbey, plays the Queen. Wow, uh, how cool! So, so, so really amazing cast. Yeah, Did you guys have to to act like uh, together, or was it because uh, it was motion c- capture? So and yeah, voice. All, all the all the giants, all, all the animated, well, animated, all, all the all the performance capture stuff. We all did our stuff together. Okay, okay. Uh, and then there's a little girl um, called Ruby Barnhill, who's just magnificent, who plays Sophie, who is kind of her story. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she had to be in the scene with us because. There's lots of scenes with her and the with giants. her. Okay, so you have to interact. And we, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much time we got, but it, but, yeah. it, but, it, but it was we had to actually shoot everything three times because the giants oh. are forty foot high, the BFG is twenty foot high, and the little girls like three and a half foot high. Yeah. Yeah. So you end up have to shoot everything in three scales, and wow. then they marry it all. Yeah, you so, see, so it is a, a great so cool, learning yeah. experience in addition and, to yeah, a great game. Really, no, nothing had ever been done like that before, so yeah. I think they were sort of slightly nervous as to how this thing's going to be yeah. put together. But I'm no doubt it looks magnificent. Oh, yeah. yeah, and trust uh, Spielberg to always be at the front of everything. You, you know, know, and it really is. He's still so excited about the work. Uh-huh. That's awesome. You know, yeah. and That's you know, he's, he's got nothing to prove. Yeah. Yeah. But he's just. He's just like a kid in a candy store with this stuff. And he's <laughs> passionate. And that's why he's yeah. so good. And he works he so it, hard. And, you know, he just wants to tell great stories yeah. uh, and, and push technology as far as it can go if, if it serves the story. Right. right. Um, and it was just a real thrill to, to be a, you know, a part of that. Awesome. And uh, so you've got quite a body of work and you guys can find out more uh, online. Uh, Jonathan Holmes, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's Yay. been a pleasure. Of course, Kathleen. Thanks so for making it possible. <laughs> As always, and Cherie, have go out and have a great I day. Will. So is everybody else, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio.